0: Hello, this is Tanishka from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 25th of February. India recorded 13,166 new COVID 19 cases and 302 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total infection tally in the country stands at over 4.28 crore while the death toll has crossed 5,13,000. The daily positivity rate increased marginally from 1.22% yesterday to 1.28% today, according to data released by the Union Ministry of Health and Family Welfare. The number of new cases was 6.94% less than yesterday's count. Active cases – presently make up to 0.31% of the country's total caseload. In light of the significant decrease in the number of COVID-19 cases, the Union Home Ministry today suggested that states and union territories consider relaxing COVID curbs for social, sports, entertainment, academic and religious events, as well as night curfew hours. While issuing COVID-19 guidelines for March, Union Home Secretary Ajay Bhalla also suggested the implementation of a risk assessment-based approach to the opening of economic activities, as recently suggested by the Union Health Ministry. Meanwhile, the Delhi Disaster Management Authority announced today that it would be lifting all COVID-19 restrictions, including night curfew and the 50% capacity limit at restaurants and bars. The restrictions will likely be lifted from Monday. The fine for not wearing a mask has also been reduced from Rs 1,000 to Rs 500, and all schools have been permitted to take classes on campus starting April first. Globally, COVID-19 has infected more than 432 million people, claiming the lives of over 5.9 million. In the latest developments in India's response to the Ukrainian crisis, a public interest litigation case has been filed in the Supreme Court by advocate Vishal Tiwari. The PIL asked the court to make directives to the central government to aid Indian citizens and students stranded in Ukraine. According to Bar and Bench, the police said and I quote, Airspace of Ukraine has been shut down and the Air India flights sent to Ukraine returned without evacuating any Indian citizen. This has made the situation for the stranded Indian students and families worse. It further added that Indian people were facing threats to their lives and properties. The plea alleged that the Indian government failed to take steps to direct Indians to return from Ukraine when the crisis of the war had been in consideration for the last 10 days. Meanwhile, the Embassy of India in Kiev on Friday has issued yet another advisory for Indian nationals, especially students stuck there. It asked Indian nationals living closer to western border regions to head to two points on frontier with Hungary and Romania. The advisory further advised Indians there to print out the Indian flag and paste it prominently on their vehicles and buses while travelling. Listeners, as Russia launched its military offensive against Ukraine, Indian news channels too engaged in a battle for exclusivity. TV news channels especially were trying hard to prove to audiences that theirs was the leading coverage of the war. Republic, for example, thought all is fair in love and war and stamped the channel's watermark over a video that a Twitter user had tweeted out. Read my colleague Supriti David's analysis on the media coverage of the crisis in Ukraine. The report, which you can read on newslaundry.com, is titled Ukraine Crisis – Front Pages Call It Invasion – Channels Battle for World Exclusive Listeners, Media critique is an important part of what we do here at News Laundry. The only reason we can do reports such as these is because we don't have to worry about advertisements from governments or corporations. We're accountable only to you, the subscriber. To be a part of our independent news media ecosystem, head on to NewsLaundry.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at rupees 300 only The Supreme Court today dismissed a petition by BJP leaders seeking deployment of central forces in the 106 West Bengal municipalities going to poll on February 27th Live Law reported A bench Comprising Justice D.Y. Chandrachur and Justice Surya Kant dismissed the special leave petition filed by BJP leaders Mausami Roy and Pratap Banerjee. The plea was filed against the decision of the Calcutta High Court, which had declined to issue directions for the deployment of central forces for the same. On Wednesday, the Calcutta High Court had directed the State Election Commission to hold a meeting with the State Home Secretary, Inspector General of Police and other officials concerned within 24 hours and take a decision on whether central parliamentary forces need to be deployed for peaceful conduct of the upcoming elections. The advocate appearing for the petitioner had argued that there had been widespread reports of violence during the previous phases of elections. He alleged that the State Election Commission was biased towards the ruling party All India Trinamool Congress and that although a full day of hearing of the matter was held before the High Court, it had refused to pass orders for deployment and remitted the matter to the State Election Commission. The CBI has arrested former Group Operating Officer of the National Stock Exchange Anand Subramanian at his Chennai home in the early hours today, according to a report by the Times of India. The arrest is in connection with multi crore irregularities committed by the former Managing Director and Chief Executive Officer Chitra Ramakrishna. Subramanian's appointment was allegedly among the decisions influenced by a yogi living in the Himalayas. His arrest came after days of questioning him. As per the report, Subramanian had been taken to an undisclosed location in Chennai for further questioning and will be flown to Mumbai later today. CBI sources claimed that they have recovered digital documents from Subramanian's residence along with an email which was said to have been used by Ramakrishna to send classified information to the yogi. The officials had questioned Chitra Ramakrishna and her predecessor Ravi Narayan in New Delhi last week. As per the FIR filed by the CBI, Ramakrishna had appointed Subramanian as the Chief Strategic Advisor and promoted him as Group Operating Officer of NSE with a huge salary package as per the yogi's instructions. He was first appointed as the Chief Strategic Advisor in the NSE in 2013 and then promoted as Group Operating Officer in 2015. Two alleged militants have reportedly been killed in a gunfight in Amshipura in Kashmir's Shopian district, the Kashmir zone police said today in a tweet. They also said that incriminating material, including arms and ammunition, were recovered. Searches, however, are still underway. According to a report in the Greater Kashmir, An official said that the gunfight broke out after the security personnel began a search operation based on inputs regarding the presence of militants. Earlier this month, two soldiers and an alleged militant were killed in a gunfight in Shopian in Kashmir on February 19th. Moreover, on February 5th, two Lakshare Taiba militants were also killed in a gunfight in Srinagar. In the latest developments in Ukraine, missiles have reportedly pounded the Ukrainian capital of Kiev today as Russian forces advanced. The shelling has followed into the second day of fighting after Russian President Vladimir Putin declared military operations in Ukraine. Earlier today, Ukraine lost control of the Chernobyl nuclear site and the staff at the Chernobyl plant had been taken hostage, Reuters reported. Moreover, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky had stated that 137 people, including 10 military officers, had been killed and 316 people have been injured so far. U.S. President Joe Biden has meanwhile said that Washington will intervene if Putin moves into NATO countries. The countries on NATO's eastern flank, especially the Baltic states of Lithuania, Latvia and Estonia, have all received the first batches of U.S. military troops and equipment. Other world leaders have also decried the invasion and announced sanctions on Russia. China, meanwhile, continues its support of the Kremlin with its customs agency approving the imports of wheat from all regions of Russia. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform.